0: Welcome, welcome you and all to another episode of the global latin factor podcast where we talk about latino everything today we have an amazing episode out of this world because we have born in nuevo laredo laredo tamaulipas mexico she grew up in laredo texas she has over a million views on her youtube channel and many other channels also known for and known for her versatility and natural presence on stage she's an actress singer entrepreneur. She has gained worldwide attention because of her music. She has been featured on magazines, interviews, worldwide television, and more. We have Christy Lux, la supernova, la reina del flow en la casa. Hello. the
1: Lux, la supernova, Wait, wait. No
0: you wait, waiting for the queue. How you doing? El <laughs> público.
1: Did
0: I get it all right?
1: Perfecto. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Thank you for having me here, Chris Bean. Um It's overdue. Sorry for last time. <laughs> no, no,
0: we're so good. We're all good. We already talked about it. I forgive you. Yeah. I forgive you. I might not forgive, but I forgive you. It's all good. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I so know it was a good reason. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Ready? <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and start with a segment that I like to call Preguntas al Chile. Preguntas al Chile are fun.
2: Preguntas al
0: like, Chile. This, like that. If you have not subscribed to the channel, check out the graphics Carlos put together. Make sure you go and check them out. Está lista. Lista. Segura. Segurísima. Okay. Tacos o torta. Tacos. Corn tortilla or flour tortilla.
1: Corn, pero hecha a mano.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Gorditas o sopes.
1: Gorditas de rajas. Ah, con
0: yeah. con queso. Con queso. Yeah. yeah. Jarritos o Fanta.
1: Ah, uh, Fanta.
0: Fanta. Okay. Agua de horchata, Jamaica, or tamarindo? Uh,
1: limonada, con limonada, mitad limonada, mitad Jamaica. Really?
0: I never asked that before. It's amazing. I'm going to try it. I'm gonna try I'm it. Gonna try. <laughs> okay, salsa verde, salsa roja?
1: Salsa verde de aguacate. De aguacate. Del Pueblo Regio.
0: But does it have aguacate or does it have the... Uh, bueno,
1: hay una que no, que es fake. They, yeah. they, they put the oil in it, but, you know, when, if you put extra avocado, you know, I would appreciate some it.
0: Some put the, the zucchini squash. Instead of the aguacate. I, I, I didn't know yeah, that. But, I didn't know that either. <laughs> I had it too. Okay, uh, here's one that you might recognize, maybe not, I hope you do. Machaca o cabrito al pastor?
1: Oh, I like tacos de machaca.
0: Yeah?
1: I love it, actually.
0: You know, that's from the region. Yeah, the north. i do a little homework. Menudo pozole?
1: Menudo, con pata.
0: Menudo con pata? Uh, churros o flan?
1: Flan, choco flan.
0: Choco flan, yeah. Choco flan, nobody said choco flan. Valentina, Tapatio, Cholula, or Tabasco, hot sauce.
1: Cholula, I guess.
0: Cholula. Y the conchitas, the pastry breads, the brown ones, the white ones, or the pink ones. Brown. The brown oh, ones. Yes. They do have a different flavor, right? I,
1: cho- I, I think it was chocolate. I don't know, but I just like the brown ones.
0: So somebody had mentioned that to me. I'm like, let me get informed. So I Googled it, and they actually do have different flavors. Like, they're, they're the chocolate I mean, ones. I would
1: think it would be a vanilla, strawberry, yeah, chocolate. Yeah. So, but I love chocolate.
0: Yeah. Me too. Dark chocolate. Yeah. Dark dark chocolate. chocolate. Okay. (laughs) I never had it. I will have it. Costa Rica, I'm coming just for the chocolate. Lista? This one's, you're going to like this one. Okay. A conspiracy theory that you can almost guarantee it has to be true.
1: It's not a conspiracy theory. I'm just a very spiritual person, but I do believe that uh, spiritual warfare.
0: Spiritual warfare? Like, there's always something versus
1: angels type of stuff. And I think it's all tied together with energy and stuff, but that's for another episode, you know. Yeah. But I just kind of want to. I'm a big conspiracy theorist. I
0: can, I can, uh, I can see that. Okay, since you like m- more conspiracy theories, give me a couple more.
1: I mean, this is not a conspiracy, like, like the whole government being involved in, and, and the, the rings and with t- children and the whole yeah. Illuminati type of stuff. It gets like, dark.
0: Yeah, I can see some of people up in power being weird and having different things. That
1: whole Illuminati thing, yeah. I just feel like it's very strange. strange.
0: We're not invoking yet, so stay yeah, away from We're just saying, okay, we're going to move on from that one. So when you hear the word Latino or Latina, mm-hmm. what comes to mind first?
1: I think Latino, I think, like, Italian, Romans. I don't know the the beginning mm-hmm. of, I don't know, the Latin words, you know. The,
0: yeah, the, the Romance Latin languages language. Those, yeah. la, that originated from Latin
1: that's why I think that, like, the beginning of everything, yes.
0: Yeah, true to that. And do you mind if, if you are called Latina? Do you care if they call you Latina? Do you prefer people not calling you that? For I, mean, I, I don't
1: care, but I prefer Mexican.
0: You prefer Mexican? Because you were born in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Me too. We were born in Mexico. So, okay. So, who is Christy Lux? I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: no!
2: <laughs> no. no.
0: All right, i had talked uh, before and she had told me that some of the things that she preferred not to be asked or it, it could be more exciting and i'm like let me ask her this, just to be funny yeah that's funny yeah i want to see your please, i wanted to see that. your face too when you had to sit that. like <laughs> okay so no i am curious about your name though mm-hmm. so i know for sure that christy because of christian your first name but do you know did you ever ask your parents what they named you christian
1: well, yes.
0: It's it's usually like a like a boy's name they, typically. Well,
1: that's what people say. Uh-huh. They're people more say. accustomed. They're like it's boy's name, but it's gotcha. actually a unisex name. Mm, I met you. many girls. Their name was Christians. Uh, yes. Um, but the reason why they named me was because I was the firstborn out of all the nietos, uh, grandkids, in, in my family. You
0: were the very first one. Uh,
1: the first one from both families. So from both sides, yeah, maternal yeah. and for, um, and Paternal. Paternal. Yeah. So. I guess it was like a like a war whose name was gonna be like no after my grandma no my grandma so they decided to name me because my grandma my grandma on my dad's side yeah he's like no name her uh Luz and mm-hmm. my mom was like well, okay well then if you name her Luz after your mom like uh, my grandma too Susana so they named her yeah. Christian Luz Susana Christian because at that time there was um a, a popular actress Christian back
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah
1: so I don't know. And so growing up, I hated the name Cristian Luzusana. It's like three names.
0: Oh, my my nephew, <laughs> my nephew was born at the Longo, He has three names, too. So it's pretty cool. I mean, usually.
1: But in, usually, me- usually, the- no, in, in Mexico, the- Cristian Luzuzana. then like
0: Pero te- the- What was your name the- in Mexico? What was your name in Mexico? Como, when I was born, because I was born in Mexico, I was uh, going to school till I was eleven. Christian mm-hmm. Valentin, because that's my middle name. Okay. So nice I've yet to remember oh, Valentin, Yeah, all that. <laughs> but they never called me about Cristine. Nobody even knew. When I got to the states, though, uh-huh. I had to change. I had to be Crispin. Okay. For a long time. So what did they call you in Mexico?
1: In Mexico, I hated my name Christian because yeah. the first time I will go into a classroom, Cristian, and they expect a the boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I would go by Susana. And, and um, it's funny because later on in life, I realized the power of the name. Yeah. And I actually love my name, Christian. But due to the, I don't know, when I give people my name, for some reason, they don't remember, yeah. they call me others, Cristina, Cristian, and not Cristian, my my actual name. So yeah. I just make it shorter, Christy, So I
0: feel you on that because Crispin, I don't know why it's so hard to call me, but you know what kind of names i gotten? Christmas.
1: Cr- Christmas? Christian. Christian?
0: Yeah. Crispy.
1: It's acres- Crispy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have. I have. So you were not called Crispy, at least. Yeah. I had. So I can see your, I can see why it would be problematic. But yeah, it's a nice name. Yeah. Your full name, the whole complete name is pretty cool.
2: Christian.
0: And then you have the boutique, which is Lux. Uh-huh. So is that, and then you decided to incorporate it because people that were getting to know you in the boutique industry, they call you Lux mostly, right? So you just. Mm-hmm. The Christie for to remember you easier, and then the Lux because of the boutique, mm-hmm. and that's how your name came to be, Christy Lux. Nice. ¿Y la supernova?
1: Supernova. Yo me lo di porque I was. I feel like I was born during the pandemic, so um I don't know. Supernova. I, I love stars. I love yeah. everything about the supernova. How they just it's like they come with power, and it's boom. That's how I feel. So it's like I self claim that name. So it's. I
0: got you. I googled it. To try to find out what it meant, and I see how your career like came from like twenty eighteen, whenever maybe somebody didn't know you much, so all of a sudden it just
1: yeah, you know, I actually started came out on, on two thousand twenty, February two thousand twenty.
0: The actual yeah. name,
1: the, no, the actual like me professionally.
0: Okay, I'm sorry, I seen an interview as twenty eighteen, but I don't know if you were just diving in there.
1: I was diving in okay. there. Gotcha, got,
0: yeah. gotcha. Okay, see, I did some homework. I was listening to some things. La Supernova. I like that. I like that. So around 12, yeah, I decided to leave Mexico. Your mm-hmm. your family brought you kind of like myself at about 11. Mm-hmm. And do you know why they decided to make their way to the U.S.? They they, were, they went to Laredo, right?
1: Yeah, we were in o- Laredo. Yeah. Well, my, were... my parents, um, you know, my mom, she's was a stay-at-home mom. My dad, he worked in, uh, in the uh, Laredo, Texas. So every day he would go back and forward. So at that time it was not the violence was not that bad. Gotcha. But for some reason, they're like, oh, we're just gonna move and better future, I guess. And I just remember, it's like pieces. I just remember us moving. And that's it. Yeah. You know? But it was, it was a little bit of um, transition because I didn't speak no English at all. So oh, yeah. I had to learn another language.
0: I'll tell you on that too. I'm the same way. But yo said, like, I was, I crossed illegally. Like, I oh, really? I had to. How did you all yeah, cross? Uh, Con visas?
1: I have a, my, my dad—he was born in the United States.
0: Oh, so you so, have citizenship.
1: No, I didn't have citizenship. I don't know. That's so weird. Like, um, I had a a green card. have he applied for a green card.
0: See, that's what I don't understand. Because supposedly, I don't know if it's true. Maybe I got it misunderstood. Because Ted Cruz was mm-hmm. born in Canada, but his parents were Americans. So he, by that default, he's is American. I,
1: I honestly, so, honestly, I just think uh, it was ignorance on my parents' part. Anyway, so they was should've...
0: he born in the San
1: Antonio?
0: US? So he is from here. See, yeah.
1: so I think it's just ignorance. Really,
0: ignorance. no, not really, because it's a little confusing again. Because I, my understanding, yeah, I should have. You should have been a citizen if you, again, don't quote me on this, but based on what I know, because of freaking Teddy. Cru- That's he was born in canada and he was able to run for president i'm like why is he able to run for president if he was born in canada but his parents were born in the u.s mm. it doesn't say two or three generations deep it just says that his parents were born in the u.s so by that default he, he becomes a u.s citizen got it so you you would be a U.S. i citizen.
1: should have been, but i'm already U.S. Citizen. it doesn't matter anymore yeah Not anymore.
0: same <laughs> here too though same here too though And i said like Last year september Two years ago yo yo apenas in september even though yeah me la debía. whatever so at, at 16 though two, uh 16 years old yeah i decided to move around the dfw the dallas area
1: no i moved
0: uh, you move by yourself
1: i moved by myself
0: at 16
1: no at 16 no okay uh 2013
0: okay 2013
1: 2013 I no moved.
0: but you were 16 or you were older than you? i was older than okay I okay than
1: that. uh but i when i was 17, I moved to New Mexico, mm. and from that age up to 2013, uh, I moved.
0: So, you went to New Mexico, and then you went to Dallas? how mm-hmm. did Okay. And how you, how do, what brought you to Dallas?
1: Uh, my mom had moved over here, because my parents are divorced, so gotcha. they kind of went their separate ways, and my mom came to Dallas, and uh, when I was living in New Mexico, she was like, hey, why don't you come over here? You know, I'm here. I'm like, okay. So, I wanted to try something friends, something new, and the big city. I guess. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. Yeah.
0: How did How did you How do you find everything when you got here? Did you fall in love? Did you like it? It was getting used to a little bit, or I, I don't
1: know. I feel like always been a loner, really. So I, I I felt perfectly fine. You know, I would go out to the bars, and I would be by myself, check out the places, and go to work. You know, Really? And I started making friends.
0: Did you just go by yourself to uh, the I bar? I would go to the strip clubs, like um, La Bears. You would? Oh, that's the Never been. Never will. I want to show I just, you know, do it on my own. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know. I, 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 I don't know. I would just be like, hey, hanging out with the old lady. Say, yeah, exactly.
0: They'd be aggressive. What oh, I'd be yeah. hearing. I some
1: stuff going down there.
0: What I'd be hearing. They'd be aggressive. Mm-hmm. Hey,
1: I think girls are more aggressive than men. But...
0: That's what I hear. That's what I heard. I, again, I would never know. No. Never would I participate, nor be... In there, so but but I heard stories. Okay, so your uh, Lux Boutique, how did that come to be? When when did you start it? Are you do you still have
1: it? Yeah, I started okay, at, nice. At, at, uh, 2017, 2018. Got gotcha. you. Um, I started a little shop and then I opened up my shop at Tony Small. But then I went back to the shop. So yeah, um, that's how I actually started uh, getting to know more people through the fashion. Yeah, fashion selling clothes and stuff for women catering like party dresses. Yeah glitz and glam.
0: But what the idea of doing the boutique you, did you did that opportunity come did somebody told you or did you just like you know what I want something for me?
1: I want to tell you something. I, I mean a lot of people know that on my on my friends but not everybody so I guess I'm going to open up a little bit more. Um I have a special needs kid. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, he's autistic and he has all the things going on with his health. Um so he gets seizures. So one of the reasons why um I actually went to school like to become, like, a dental assistant and all that. But I can gotcha. never keep a job, like, 9 to 5. Gotcha. Just because if something happens, I will have to leave right away. So uh, um, one of the things that drove me to become my own boss or, you know, is my son, my kid.
0: I got you. So that way it give you the flexibility of not having to depend on, because you can't depend on 9 to 5 to give you that time off whenever mm-hmm. an emergency comes up. So that's pretty cool, though. I mean, it's a reason why you wanted to do it. I seen in an interview that your great grandparents were were into music or did dabbed a little bit of music, but later on I seen something different. So, do you know if they were into? Did they like? Were they playing around? No, uh,
1: there's really nobody that I knew uh-huh. that were in, like had influence with music and stuff. Gotcha. But later on, when I became an artist, my mom she mentioned that my great grandmother she used to like to sing, mm-hmm. but that's about it. You know, my my grandpa he was a boxer, he was like. They like to fight that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so no, I don't know. But now my nieces, they, they look into me, and now they're like trying to pursue music, which is funny. That's like,
0: cool. And being the oldest too. Yeah, I'm the I'm not the oldest person. Like there's other ones, but I'm one of the oldest. And you can, it's trippy how they look like. You know they look your direction and see what you're doing.
1: Yeah, they now a lot. They're, they're like my, my my number one fans. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's dope. They promoted me in the schools and their classmates
0: with the teachers. So. That's rad. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So as a child, they used to have you perform at, in schools and stuff. What mm-hmm. when was the first time you remember they had you performing?
1: Perform it was uh, I since I remember like you know, in México tienen las rondas, tienen las las los dances y Día de las Madres para todo. They have everything so for anything, any little reason, uh, la maestra que tenía, Maestra Palomo, Marta Palomo, um, she would use me for anything. And I was just like a teacher's pet. Yeah, so,
2: yeah.
1: um and then church as well. I was very involved in church. Gotcha. Um,
0: so you were in the choir
1: in choir, church? I was nice. an altar girl, Monaguilla. So mm-hmm. I was like very involved with a lot of kids, very social. So I remember they would put me like, they call them kermes. I don't
0: know, here they come. It's like a festival. Jamaica or it's a festival pretty but, much. It's a, Like see. a
1: festival. We're in church and they would have me be performing a Selena and I'd be like you know, in front of people. People, you know. That's pretty so, cool. So it was like natural to me. But um yeah, I would write poetry. I would uh my mom she told me that I my first single <laughs> it was when I was three, that she that I wrote my first song. What was it? Who's done oh, come on. No, no, no.
0: Share with us. No, it,
1: it was just like. I mean, I you, was... you don't
0: have to sing it. You can just say it to us. Like,
1: well, as a three-year-old, because mm-hmm. I, I was mm-hmm. I I was raised like outdoors.
0: Mm-hmm. I got you
1: <laughs> like an animal. It's good. Gonna... <laughs> I was raised. I would literally make yeah. like mud cakes and and I would spend all my day outside. <laughs>
0: yeah, I feel you on that. Um, I used to do the same thing. So, uh-huh.
1: um, then near a little pool, can It wasn't actually a pool. It was like. A,
0: oh, you no mas. It's like. The like one like a with for, water? For the cows. Yeah, for the cows, so they can drink water. And it's just... <laughs> yeah, we kind yeah, of there, somewhere.
1: right? So that she would fill it up. And she said that I would always be, like, swimming there and singing. Mm-hmm. And, and it would be repetitive stuff. Like, so she would get stuck.
0: So what was the single?
1: No, you it's don't have to
0: sing it. The, you just sing with the words. I, I mean, no. you were three-year-old kid. So good. But you were three years old.
1: Yeah, I was just... So, no? We going to pass it. on it? We to pass on it. But okay. yeah, she said that every time... We, um, after everything was done she she had it stuck in her head so it's funny cuz a lot of people now that i when i write my music they're yeah. like oh your your music gets stuck to my head and it's like
0: okay well that's kind of like the things that are good music right the catchy stuff catchy. i was talking to somebody about that too there's got to be something with the production part but my you saying that part not necessarily cuz i even talked to another mm-hmm. engineer they call it ear earworms which is it gets in your ear and it just it's looping <laughs> It's the same thing, and it could be a a phrase, so it could be like a little, like a little melody, right? And it just sticks there. And I like melodies. You have that. You have the the warm effect. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay, so two people are very influential in your life. But I think you have mentioned your parents. Uh, my
1: parents, my dad. Yeah,
0: and then what was the reason why it was your dad and your mom? My, I think you you have it on your on your uh, website.
1: My both well, they're both different, you know. Mm-hmm. My mom, she was always very, um, very loving, very patient, very fun. My dad, um, what I love, I think I have my dad's character. It's like, and respect. No, you... I mean my dad is very, he's an OG. Like he's a G. Gotcha. And um, he's like, you give respect, you make sure that you get your respect back. Um, don't mess people over. You know, try to do the right thing. Try to help people out. Um, so I really. He he has a lot of values when when it comes to, you know, to be as a human being. Gotcha. So I really respect that the defi- the fact that anywhere my dad goes, he's respected by everybody. In and, and they'll they'll tell stories. It's like he's welcome with among everybody, no matter what class he's at, and like they they love him. So I feel like that's very important to me in um having got in my life
0: yeah I think those are great values I think people, more people would be better for the world if they were, had some of those values like that you know what I mean to treat everybody with respect not to mess people over and mm-hmm. you know anywhere you go to you give respect show respect and, right. and it'll be I think it'll be a better place
1: yeah and if somebody's a respectful I mean not well yeah. again it used well for me Depends. You,
0: for your dad f- it could have been different for me it's like unless they don't put no hands on me I'm cool like yeah. don't touch me. Man. Like, like it's just like you know what i mean people love to trigger and get that mm-hmm. and by at least from my, my perspective like and i know i'm not going against your dad but what i'm saying like people will want you to and, and incite you to get and take action mm-hmm. instead of you're like they're just like don't mm-hmm. okay. do nothing but don't put your hands on me though because okay. no, that's what i'm talking about yeah once you put your hands on me then oh, it's, it's a different point. story oh, don't, nah, don't <laughs> touch point. me don't touch my body right. if you're anywhere, not about it <laughs> So, but your mom also—you said uh, on the website it was a more free spirit and creative part. Yeah, whatever creative.
1: She she was she was always um. She let us do whatever, like us like, experience things on our own. Gotcha, yeah, um, and yeah, she a little rebel too. I don't know if we believe in horoscopes or their traits, but she's an Aquarius and I'm an Aquarius. So,
0: I don't know what those mean, but you can tell mine. Um, what do you think I would be?
1: Uh, well, I did Scorpius. Uh, Scorpios are very stern. They're very so. You like,
0: know I'm a Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. How do you know I'm a Scorpio? I stalk you. <laughs> so you know I'm a Scorpio for real. Yeah. So you can, though based on what you know about Scorpios, I pretty much fall there the same thing. They're, I
1: mean, they're very strong sign, but uh, they're very passionate too. Whenever they want something, they're like hardworking too. You know, but don't get them mad because see, it's not the gym. <laughs> that's the Scorpio. I'm just saying. I mean.
0: I don't know if I believe in those things, but I think...
1: I believe in the traits. uh,
0: Certain things that I heard of those things I can see, but I can see how you can uh, identify, hear that, and become your identity because you heard those traits Mm as to become the person that you... You know what I mean?
1: Could be. You know?
0: But some things I heard the same Mm -hmm. things about the strong things were like... I started looking more like... Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. (laughs) Those things kind of make sense a little bit. Okay so you had uh talked about your son i know you talked about him uh mm-hmm. a little bit i think you gave us a reason why but you said he also inspired you mm-hmm. because he's a he's a warrior he's been through a, of a lot of things yeah so yeah. it's uh i appreciate you sharing by the mm-hmm. way i know that um, this is a little bit of more entertainment but people like the podcasting format because people get to get more insights about you right. so i appreciate you sharing up so i'm not gonna go any further but i appreciate you sharing the reason why he's an inspiration for you mm-hmm. as far as the things he's been through and the challenges, and then he just keeps going. And the only reason is because there was a TikTok I seen. Uh, he was doing, like, um, skydiving.
1: The, yeah. I saw the, 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 of the yeah. video.
0: And I thought it was pretty cool to touch up that maybe somebody is going through things like that. could They could see that you're going, or going through it still, but it doesn't stop you from doing different things, providing for him, but everything. And not to mention just... Music, entrepreneurship, and everything else that you do. Right. So I thought it was pretty cool to touch on it, but you beat me to it, so it's pretty good. Okay, the uh, you went to uh, uh, some kind of spiritual journey. You began. You went to Mexico not that long ago. What did what drawn the spiritual journey to or your spiritual journey in general? I think you started in Mexico.
1: My my spiritual journey yeah. was is always been devoted like to God, you know. Gotcha. And um, it no not matter where where I'm at, you know. No. Um, but, yeah.
0: So Spirit. what what kind of journey was it? Just just to find something different? To... In Mexico? In Mexico, yeah. I think you had said you are gone to, like, the Cenotes and you
2: went.
1: Oh, oh, okay, no. And then with the Mayans? Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, I yeah. forgot about it. What?
0: <laughs> I told you I went deep. Yeah, yeah,
1: you went really deep. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll I'm probably like, miss... where did I share that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you had really talked about it. the
0: Cenotes and yeah, you're you were really talking heard... about a spiritual journey. I didn't yeah. stop you. I was researching I was like... you.
1: I mean, that was that's amazing now. <laughs> that's amazing research. Um, yeah, I I wasn't in, in Cancun uh-huh. and um uh, I have never experienced this and not this, but they had a whole I don't know, it was just like in the caverns. Like yeah. we went deep in there.
2: Yeah.
1: Um and there was like the Mayans. They had like a spiritual thing going on and um clean scene, I guess. But from the underground, you know, I don't know. I just really loved that. But I felt very in tune with um uh, with nature and experience everything else and an admiration for Mother
0: Earth as well, you know. So was it a ceremony? Did it they was they like held? a
1: little ceremony. I, like, I don't know. They,
0: did they have you in the middle? Did they do something for you or yeah. just a group of it, you?
1: They had me there, right? And I don't know what it was, but he had like, he was speaking in Mayan. Gotcha. And I don't know if it was like, um, like if he really didn't speak Spanish, or not because you know, some people, but anyways, he was saying something. It and...
0: might've been a dialect. He might've not known Spanish. yeah. Could, could, oh, you think it was a costume? You think it was a real deal?
1: I mean, I I want not say it was real, yeah. you know, but um, to me it was, you know, but um, it was it was real beautiful.
0: Yeah. Was there anything that they gave you to trigger some of those things?
1: Like alcohol? or anything? Not, anything? I don't
0: mean, know Ayahuasca, but whatever is it that they do for their ceremony?
1: They didn't give me nothing. They just gave me smoke.
0: Smoke, and then it just smelled good, and that's it. And then he just what 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 did you? So when you were there and everything that was happening, that you were into in tune with nature. What exactly happened that you just made you like feel that way? The Before, beat of the music was it the?
1: It was like it was like a little chanting, but it was. Uh-huh. I feel like it's more of the get away from the noise. Gotcha. You know, because I'm always up and down, up and go out here. So it was a moment of serenity. Mm-hmm. If that's the word. Yeah. Calmness. Yeah. And I don't know. if feel I I feel good whenever he was trying. It was like a blessing that he was doing. Um, I just really loved it. You know, he was in the middle of the forest. So,
0: and what made you want to go and and explore that? Was that part of the the? Well, thing it that they it do?
1: wasn't it I, it wasn't planned or anything because uh-huh. I went there to go to, um, What's that place called? Uh, all tourists go there. But when I go somewhere, I don't like to just go to the to tourist. tourist or see I or like to go in, on and go meet the people, the locals. Mm-hmm. So I was just driving and we stopped there and we saw Zenote and the point and we just drove. and, <laughs> <I> <laughs> and it was like that. spur of the moment type of thing. And um, it was beautiful. That's
0: beautiful. pretty cool. I like that. I like that. The jungle. Yeah. Why is it that you feel like you're connected to nature? Do you walk? Do you, you know what grounded is?
1: I love walking barefooted. Yeah. Uh, called, see, that's grounded. Okay. I mean, I don't know. It's just habits that I have. It's like, first thing I do, I open... I feel I have to get sun in like in my skin. I like to walk barefoot. People be like, "Oh, you're walking barefooted," but it's just I just love it. Yeah. I feel strong. Yeah. Um, I just feel connected with everything.
0: The, there is some, I don't know if I never looked into the actual studies, but they call it grounding. So where you connect with earth through that mm-hmm. way, walking barefooted with the ground, and it does something to your being. Mm-hmm. Like in the sun, of course, you know we need it every day. Even though we take it for granted sometimes, but that's also the sunshine vitamin.
1: Same thing with the yeah. beach, with the water, with the ocean. Some it does something to me. That's why I have to every so often go uh, to a beach. Yeah, and I have to like recharge. I don't know. It's weird, right?
0: Like, no, it's not weird. You know? I think it's weird for people not to want to explore those things and feel that they're always sad or depressed, always things like that. You know what I mean? Where they can just maybe get away to. Like the middle of the forest, you know, get a cabin or wherever they can and just get in in nature and just walk barefooted and experience experience of minimal because there's so many like Bluetooth and radiation and all kinds of stuff here. You know what I mean? Lights, artificial lights. So I think they're the crazy ones for or weird ones not to go out and get away from instead of uh, staying there and just. Taking it and just like, no, I'm going to get out of here because I feel like it's better for my being to be out there. Right. So that's pretty cool. I don't think it's weird. I think it's actually, it's pretty awesome that you get to do that because. Yeah. I think more people will find it more beneficial mentally whenever they get away and disconnect from everything than to just keep taking it, you know?
1: Better adrenaline too.
0: Yeah. You like adrenaline? Yeah. What What is the, what's the craziest thing you've done lately as far as. Not
1: lately, but I mean, I've done like skydiving. I've mm-hmm. done jumping, but I won't skydive no more. Why? I just want time you was enough. That
0: was one time? Was it <laughs> I didn't because
1: I, I did pass out. No. That's one of the things is like I was not thinking. I was younger, I was not thinking that like you wanna skydive? Yeah. I used to be like, Yeah, let's do it. So I got invited to go skydiving for one of my friends' uh, birthday. Gotcha. Um so I was like, yeah I, didn't. I mean I'm young, YOLO. At that time, I Mm -hmm. ain't never YOLO.
0: Anyways, me too. Because you only you figure out it's only one time. Those (laughs) people are not around anymore. (laughs) They figure out it's only one time. So, anyways, you were saying.
1: So, um, I was thinking, right? Like, I'm in this little, oh, airplane, little thing, little little can. I want to call it, um, and and I'm not thinking. On uh, to the moment where they're like, "Okay, we're next," and they open the the door, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, I, I see! Everything looks so tiny." And I'm thinking, how
0: are you feeling? Like that? You feeling your heart pounding really? At hard? that
1: time, I was like, "Oh, what the hell did I get myself into?" <laughs>
0: At that moment, yeah. yeah. So the
1: guy's like, "Okay, ready?" And I'm like, "Well, so what do I do? Do I scream? Or do an do ice cream?" I was like, "Well." I mean if we we don't you can't scream, scream because we recommend it because of the breathing part. I'm uh-huh. like, okay. So I'm thinking in my head, if if I go there I'm probably gonna pass out if, or if something goes wrong, I'm probably gonna pass out. And yeah. if I die, plus I die.
0: <laughs> YOLO <laughs> 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 Okay, you So I jumped,
1: we Did jumped.
0: do the countdown? Oh no, 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 we, we, we just jumped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh
1: shit. But um I had to remind myself. Okay, I gotta scream. So I like ah, I made myself like scream. But I didn't pass out at all. It was just like I want to say it was a couple of seconds free falling, but it was definitely a um,
0: a rush. Yeah, I can imagine. I still want to do it. Yeah. I, I told myself I was gonna do it. I didn't do it. And then recently, I've been getting the itch to want to do it. Yeah. But I probably won't scream.
1: But now I'm like
0: I'm Scorpio because we don't scream. We don't scream. Yeah. But you won't do it no more. Or bungee jumping or nada de eso?
1: No, I think I love my life.
0: I mean, I think when you're young, those things are good to experience.
1: It it is good to experience at least once. But would I be just over and over, like putting my life at risk? No.
0: Not to mention you have kids and stuff to take care of. So it's different from whenever you have kids. I'm still good. I'm still, (laughs) I don't I think about
2: kids.
0: (laughs) Okay, so music, music kind of, you, you say it fell into your lap a little bit. But I don't know if maybe in your, somewhere in the back of your head, something was telling you that. Like, so, so the, where I heard it was that somebody was filming at your a boutique. They were using your boutique to do a video. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a videographer that you mm-hmm. kind of sort of made a jokey about like, give me your info. Maybe I want to sing. Right. And then Davila was there, heard, overheard you or heard the conversation. And then you were like, do you sing? And they were like, I'm oh, a little bit in the shower, kind of. Yeah, And then that's how everything got started. But was there any intentions behind your mind? Maybe like a hope and like, man, I hope they take me for serious that they kind of sort of realize that I can maybe hopefully do this.
1: During that time. Yeah. At that moment. The, the intention, it was no intention. It was just fun. But now looking back, I feel like the intention was always there since I was young. See, I always wanted to do all these things that mm-hmm. I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. It's just, I didn't really have the opportunity.
2: Yeah.
1: Because of things of, you know kids i did all the stuff like not in order al revés. al revés, backwards backwards so they're like nah you need to be working stay home and you know that kind of mentality so honestly i didn't know how to go about in, 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 in about music because i didn't know anybody close to me that were you doing any research before even that that day at all about
0: looking into how to become no
1: i never did i never i never actually pursue with the music it's just something that i always wanted it was like like a dream mm-hmm. you know so so i did i manifest it probably but it took me a long time i don't know it just came at the right time yeah. and when i saw the opportunity well, i just went for it
0: you said a couple of things and then you sang a song to her how's huh. your throat
1: um, okay.
0: <laughs> I I love when you when I saw the where you did it and and I like that song too, so if you can, if you can please me with a little bit, if you, if you don't mind, okay, lista.
2: Okay,
1: not like I said, no one. Yeah.
2: yeah. I just want you close where you can stay forever. You can be sure. Oh, oh, oh. That it will only get better. You and me together through the days and nights. I don't worry because everything's going to be all right. People keep talking. They can say what they like. All I know is everything's going to be so right. It's
0: all good. Hey, perfect. Sorry. No, you're freaking.
2: I'm choking. <laughs>
0: that was was beautiful it's freaking amazing because i love that song her songs during that time that one and the other one no one and i were like "Man,
1: it's funny because i used to sing this song when i used to work at taco box um uh, in new mexico so after closing because it was like a fast food restaurant right uh my home girls there would we would be like messing around while we're cleaning so they had a mic where you talk oh, you yeah, call yeah, the people, yeah. Hey, George is ready. <laughs> so I would be there like singing and that's the song that I would be singing to, like really? Alicia Keys or whatever they wanted me to. Like yeah.
0: Alicia's yeah. not easy to do and you do a great job.
1: I yeah. know, I just you put me on the spot though. I'm like
0: Hey, oh. I appreciate yeah. it man. I know I did and you knocked it out of the park. At the end, it doesn't matter. No, you freaking good. did amazing. No. But I appreciate you doing that for me because I seen it at the interview, I'm like, man, and I've done it before, but I really like that song too, personally. Okay. So I'm like, let me hear a little bit. Thank you, I appreciate okay. that very much, and after that, so that's how you started the you you got with uh Dala became your manager shortly after she gave you a track, mm-hmm. and that's how you got started, mm-hmm. yeah? yeah, so tell me about the process of you writing the song how long there was it challenging for you? Did it come easily for you to write the for that Contigo? beat? uh-huh
1: uh well, yeah could it was it was a feature that I did with Jeff Fabio, so he did mostly I guess he wanted to be the the only one in that track. Mm. You know, he was the one that came with a proposal to David Like, Hey, um, I'm an artist. Can you manage me? Gotcha. And at that time I she already had um gotten me, right? As her first uh Mexican, Latino artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so she always kept in mind like, Oh, I'm gonna make I want my artist on it. And I'm like, You're Mexican. That's what she told me she told the father you're mexican i have a mexican artist i think it will be great collaboration between the both of you gotcha so she's the one that set up everything and most of the song is like his hook or whatever but mm-hmm. when i when i heard the open space and the beat i just i don't know i just wrote it
2: you know? yeah
0: so some of that so it was a combination of both of you but he came with a proposal but mm-hmm. she's the one that connected the dots for you too mm-hmm. to do and it then, and then not to mention you even went to Jamaica to do the video that video yeah yeah. so you've never been outside the country and it's an opportunity because they're uh-huh. they're meeting over there to to go over there and do the video mm-hmm. y te vas te largaste te largaste you went to work
1: yeah well I went to work um for the for the music video purposes and. Yeah. I think it was one of the greatest um choices that I have ever made too. Um why is that? But well the video is beautiful. Yes. Just the, the scenery. Yeah. Um I got to meet people in the industry. Um uh, I wa I went to record a track over there in 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 Kingston, uh, Shaggy. They were with Shaggy and
0: at the studio where they the studio, where he yeah. records it?
1: Uh Sean Paul, mm-hmm. all the people. So um I got to meet producers and people from different labels. Gotcha. So it was an experience. But I think what I took the most to my heart was the fact that, um, because the guys, they ditched me at one point. Mm -hmm.
0: And they were going to do manly things. You were going
1: to do manly things.
0: (laughs) And you were not, they didn't want to see that part. Which was cool though, right? I mean, they were respectable in that part. And I'm
1: like alone. I'm like the only girl, they just let me in the hotel. That's true. So I was like, forget you guys.
0: (laughs) So you went to explore?
1: Yeah, I went to explore myself. one of my well, Davila, she 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 knew a lot of people there family, I don't know. So she's like, Hey, there's this guy that he's he drives a taxi. Mm-hmm. So he'll be your driver. So I'm like, I call him and uh he took me around. So he took me to Bob Marley's home, which is a now museum. Really? That's crazy. I got to like connect as an artist, I was like to connect where he lived. Everything is so amazing, like yeah. very in touch with nature, in touch with spiritual. Yeah. So to me i had a like i don't know a, a moment Uh um, i went into the studio where he would record music and it's like all wood and it's just you can smell mm-hmm. there how do you feel Christine, did you want to cry did you want to feel excited like man that's yeah. you know I, just being here
2: yeah
1: um then i saw where he got shot which is sad um but it just different i i went with with the taxi driver we Ate some jerk chicken. Um, we smoked some ganja. some ganja, some of that good stuff. <laughs> so I had to try it. When in Rome, the what Romans
0: do, right? <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I mean, not that I recommend people doing it, but
0: it's legal over there. I mean, no, to yeah. each their own. I mean, I'm not for it, I'm not against it, but you know, you're there, it's legal. That's fine as well, you know. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and uh, what else did he show you around in there? Uh, what other places did he show you? There? The well, beaches.
1: Well, we actually went to Portmore. Uh huh. Portmore is not a resort. <laughs> it's no. not a resort. No, it's like the hood. The hood
0: It's the hood. Hood. <laughs> the hood. Got gotcha. you.
1: So there's like tanks at night, like military freaking people. And for real. Like, oh man. Yeah, because I was meeting up with I was meeting up with some of the people for the radio station. Got gotcha. you. So they're like, let's go, and and I'm like, well, There's too heat. I want to eat some good food. So they're like, okay, let's go. So.
0: The good food is always in the hood.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Um, you know, very humble. Yeah, and yeah. um, I was talking to them, and uh, they one of them na- na- made named me um uh, it Yadi.
0: Es what is that? Except?
1: Yadi it's another word for, uh they use it for Patwa. It means local native, like mm-hmm. like a homeboy, you know. Something. Yeah, but um, because whenever we got this fish and we were sharing this fish, right, um. I guess like we just like started eating, mm-hmm. you know, and they felt like, man, you come from the United States and you come to this. The restaurant was not all five stars, like, uh, you
0: know, like yeah. But you come from all. humble beginnings yeah. too, though, you know. So like, I'm
1: I'm yeah. I'm hurt too in a way, you know. Yeah. I, can, I can see it. I can I can hang out with rich people and people from my my class where I come from, you know. So it was a good moment in in. Uh, I could barely understand what they were saying, to be honest, but um, somehow mm-hmm. we made it through I feel and we connected as, as humans. And I mean, it was I awesome.
0: I know. It sounds like a freaking movie or at least a video. It's My, know, like that whole thing. <laughs> it is. Sometimes I feel like that's what it is. Sometimes I feel like certain things happening, like like things will be happening. I'm like, this got to be a freaking movie. This has got to be a setup. Like, I'm looking at the camera. Yeah, like, what, what the hell is it?
1: But, I mean, I could say if I die tomorrow, I'll be, I don't have no regrets.
0: That's pretty cool. So as far as Davila, was she in the music industry deep? Like mm-hmm. she's known? Because I, I never heard of her before previously until I started noticing about because
1: she. Because uh, she never liked the spotlight, but mm-hmm. she always worked with people um, from Jamaica, Jamaica. and uh, Was she born over there? She no, she's over from, there? from New York. So that's how she connected with them. Well, she left. She was involved with other producers in 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 Jamaica. Gotcha. She was working for him, and then she she basically learned everything. So she started doing her own thing. And at one point, she was managing um I don't know Spice. Uh, she works. Um, she's been in love in hip hop, and she's done like single with Sean Paul and Shaggy and stuff. But, yeah. But she's she's been around in in that. She's That's, deep. That was cool. And uh, but she was deep.
0: Sorry. From what uh. Uh, yes. So from what I I seen on a few things that you seen, unfortunately she had passed away, and that wasn't that long ago. Correct?
1: That no, was last year.
0: That was last year. I'm very sorry for your loss because not only did you lost your manager at that time, but you also lost a friend.
1: Yeah, okay. she was a figure
0: for me. Yeah. So how did you how did you maneuver through all those tough times and keep it going? Because you still had a dream and y'all had momentum going. And uh, unfortunately, she passed away. Yeah. So now you, not only did you lose again your your friend, but a manager that kind of knows the business. How did, how tough was it?
1: Well, I was very unexpected because mm. uh, it was like one, one, one day she's like fine. And the next following week, she's in the hospital. And then we find out she has cancer out of nowhere. Like, what?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so that was definitely hard, you know. It's still, it's hard of hard because she'll be the type of person I would call in every day, sometimes for hours, like, nighttime, too. Like, it, It's it, it's a bond that is um, an artist and a manager. It, it becomes like more than family. Mm-hmm. So she was already in that level, you know. And I'm, I don't have many friends, but she was one of my very close ones. Um. So we had plans, her and I. And... Uh, to execute certain things, like there was, I never told nobody, but um, there was plans for me have a collaboration with like Sean Paul and stuff because like, I already had heard her at the the we had the the um, yeah the track the track yeah the so track we I just had to <clears throat> there's levels to this so I had to be in a certain level first and then for me to be able to get this track done, but there's so much that happened, you know, but um. I know she's she's still watching from wherever she's at, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can feel her, and, and it gives me motivation to, to finish what we started.
2: Okay.
0: And do you mind telling me what is it that you started and where was the, what you can say will be the the end of where you wanted to be at?
1: Global startup.
0: Global start Gotcha. It really make sense to me, but I just want to hear if that was going to be there. Again, I appreciate you sharing because I, I had seen it on a few... Interviews that you talk about it, but I just want to make sure that I I let you express whatever you feeling nice. about that because I don't think it's hard to ask, and mm-hmm. it's, it's and I know you gave me permission to go ahead and, and yeah. mention it, but I want to make sure that you address anything yeah. that you wanted to from your part.
1: Well, I, I just want to say that she was a very loving person. She was the type of person that she would help anybody, mm-hmm. and the amount of people that reached out to me, like family members of hers, because I guess they didn't have contact. With her family, like, it was, it, it was very, um... want to let the world know that she was an amazing person? And I was just honored to be part of her life.
0: Yeah. So how difficult was it after, because, you know, she passed away, everything. But you still have to keep the career going after right. a certain amount of time. How long before you that happened that you kind of sort of began to picking up and start moving? Because I'm pretty sure she had a lot of connects and idea of where you were heading, but now you're by yourself?
1: Well, um took me a little bit to recuperate and to get focused, you know, and, and to be able to keep going. But I've always been the type of artist that it, it, when I lost her, it's not like I lost the only person that was keeping me there. Mm-hmm. It's always been a machine. It was her and me
2: mm-hmm.
1: against the world. <laughs> it was her and me. Yeah, yeah. You know, she would have my back. I have hers. And whenever I had issues, she kept going. And whenever she had issues, I kept going. Like, it was just like back and forward. We work at the a, a, a same level. Gotcha. Um, so I was, I'm grateful that I learned throughout the period of time that I worked with her. Um, I learned a lot m- more than, I mean, if I see an artist, I think a lot of the artists that I know and I talk to them, they don't have all the pieces. Connected, they don't, and I learned that. Yeah. So, um, and I'm still learning certain things, but you know, it's it's there's there's so many aspects to the music, um, but what I was the, able to learn a lot.
0: What was the most important thing that you learned from her that has been helping you the most on the music business, the actual business business? Just I just,
1: I guess, I'd be be more social and be more open because I always been to being behind my shell like she's like no christine you you gotta go open up you gotta talk and, and network and, and i'm like Man, i'm not gonna tell for that right now but it's part of it that's that's one but there's so many aspects to like from from copyright publishing
0: right taught you all that. all that all that all that she show you where to distribute what and LTE everything and everything yeah that's how it all works so yeah how it all works How you get everything once you put a track out to get it going and not to mention, like you were interview You have interviews all over the place. You have interviews in Peru. You have interviews in freaking
1: Mexico. Mexico.
0: America. Um, the, the guy that was doing the podcast, he was in Europe somewhere, in Netherlands or something like that.
1: <laughs> there was I've done all kinds of interviews. Yeah,
0: yeah. But do you think that networking for you did work? Whenever you started opening up and talking to more people, that was because I feel like a lot of people are like in the music industry. There's a lot of talk, and I know you don't like that either. That people, like, just to talk, talk, but there's nothing, no actions behind your words. All they do is gas you up for whatever reason, but they'll never come up with nothing. There's nothing that comes out of it. Were well, you able to now detect the ones that are relevant and know they are going to be willing to work?
2: Well,
1: as, like, podcasts or in-
0: inter- No, 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 no. as artists. Artists. In the music and stuff like that. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. I mean... Oh, we all podcasts are cool. We, we, yeah, you know, yeah. Of, that.
1: <laughs> of course, it's, it's, it's a, <laughs> a key, right? Uh as far as artists, um, I learned the hard way with some of them. Uh, I'm, I'm the type of artist that I like to create quality, I like to create stuff with the vision, with the plan, with the strategy, strategy, not just go recording, just drop it and see what's going I feel like I'm at a certain level too, so I have to be more aware of who do I need to collaborate? And who do I don't need to collaborate? Because, because some people, instead of helping my career or helping, to, I don't. I feel like it's really not gonna help me. It's gonna help them, and it's okay too. But they don't want to pay. They don't want to pay prices. I want to respect the prices mm-hmm. because as an artist, we invest into our craft a lot. Uh, I'm an independent artist, so mm-hmm. I you know I gotta put time in the studio, time with the sound engineer, uh, the marketing. The video, the clothing, the everything that comes with it. And for somebody just to come in, uh, let's do a track, but they don't want to, there's no leverage there. So why should I work with you?
0: And so. it's not because. It's, it's not, not be- personal. It's not personal. And it's not like you seem you sell better than that. But you have, even at the short time that you had, have done your part, <laughs> your numbers are way over what anybody's doing here in in the Dallas area. Easily,
1: I mean, I could see it. Yeah, thank Jeff, thank you, they can No, no, no. And I'm getting a lot of support. Thank, thank God, from from a lot of the people. that are, um, see, a lot of people were they were supporting me overseas and other places. Mm-hmm. And I live in Texas. Mm-hmm. Even my my city, Laredo, Texas, which I loved. That they're, they're like just they were looking first, but now it's like the whole city. They got they got my back. You went
0: and, back not that long ago, right? Mm-hmm. And they did a big deal for you. What was it? Can you tell me?
1: The first time I performed in Laredo, Texas, was mm-hmm. last year. Um, I opened up for DJ Kane. Uh but it just felt amazing because I not not only opened up but we actually performed our song together mm-hmm. on the same stage and, you know, um had like a felt like a dream, you know, like when you're a kid and yeah. you grow up watching these people or hearing their music and dancing to it and like, yeah, I'm here mm-hmm. with them like right now I'm by my side singing the song
0: were you on the moment, the moment or later after you have performed you were like Man, I just did that
1: I, I I mean I realized in the moment I, I was yeah. able to to realize in the moment that I'm here
0: and you didn't black out and just like oh shit I've done it <laughs> that's pretty cool though that's good because you can take that forever in your mind that you remember you was there knocking it out doing yeah. your thing on stage with him somebody that is one of your lists to scratch off and
1: you got it done and then yeah that's that's an amazing part so it's been a a great ride, yeah. <laughs> and, been, and I'm going to continue to, you know, move forward.
0: Got gotcha. you. And then you were uh, seen on an interview previously before that you were with Galaxy 9 previously mm-hmm. before as a record label. You still, so you're now just, you said earlier independent, right? Yeah. Just by yourself?
1: Yeah. Um. Shout out to the people on Galaxy 9. Yeah, we we were. That
0: wasn't very convincing. It didn't sound very pleasant.
1: No, no, no. Like no, they were they're good people. It just that uh-huh. it was not the right thing for me. You know, at first it was like okay, but I'm a very observant person, and I'm the type of person that, as an artist, you're not gonna put me in a lower position than what I need to be. know, gotcha. I'm always gonna be. If you put me in a position that in a lower position that. It ain't gonna work.
0: So you started seeing how the funny business of the music can be, and, and you didn't like it because
1: I mean, I, I really didn't see. Not the it wasn't gonna do much for me
0: for you. Okay, but I also seen something that you're done with GT as far as the distribution GT Digital. Was that something that you had done a deal for a
1: song? Come on, we tried it with the with GT uh, from, from Houston. Yep. Yeah, I we we I dropped a song with them and stuff, but same thing. I nothing. No, no numbers. No movement in yours. No, I, as saying, I didn't really right go there. for it because I, I'm. I don't wanna share. i do not well, want to yours, share. Was yours?
0: Was yours? Yeah. My because it's, my royalties. It makes sense though because you put all the money. You put, you put yeah. the work. You put the time to write the song. You put the, the money to go to the studio to pay for it. You take the time to make sure it's correctly. And then you distribute. You come up with, like you said, yeah, everything. The... And,
1: the, and then what are they gonna do? Like I'm not saying. Nothing bad against nobody, you know, they respect for, for me they, was not working out.
0: Whenever now. they distribute the song as far as what your expectation or what they told, might have told you that was going to be, you didn't see it in the results.
1: I mean, I didn't push it, know, because it was, it's, it's a lot.
0: But to, how can it you know. be you pushing if they're the one that distributing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because
1: they were not going to push it. Or
0: but I'm saying, how is that possible if you're, you can do it yourself, you can distribute it.
1: That's to what I'm a, saying, that's why. Two I,
0: core, whatever.
1: Yeah, that's why I didn't do it. Like, I didn't, I just did one song and just, I left it at that.
0: Yeah. Move forward. Yeah. So, I had sent you a couple of questions because I like to get whatever you wanted to talk about too, not only just me. But you had, uh, you are very, uh, uh, as far as the music industry, promote awareness and things like colorism because you've been affected by it. How is that or how, what has happened so far?
1: Well, I'm brown. <laughs> I'm, I'm dark skinned, you know, and I'm proud.
0: Colorblind. Yeah, well.
1: I'm just <laughs> No, yeah. Um, well, I don't know. In Mexico, growing up, I don't know if you've seen, like, novelas. Uh-huh. The main actors are
0: most of the time. What are you telling? No, 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 the actors, they look like myself either. Yeah,
1: like, so it's like, you know. When you Pero
0: know. los trabajadores, the workers, I look like them. Yeah.
1: So there's, like, several incidents yeah. that I, that I uh, even, like, one of my, the kids that I had a crush on, he crushed my heart by he insulting me, and based on my color, and really yeah because i felt like i was an ugly duckling and i feel like when once i i reach a certain age that's when i blossom but um yeah i just i noticed there's a lot of things that they consider like being dark skin is like ugly or it's an inferior you know and and i just kind of want to promote in my music for example that it's it is a celebration to be dark skin because dark skin is beautiful
0: yeah Have you seen it in the music industry To you were directly infected and you could see No,
1: that. I seen it in p- my peers, my, my family, with all my family members. Yeah. yeah. So
0: that all those comments that they say of things like that. Yeah. Este and whatever. just yeah. you can see a sense of, like I
1: it I, comes... I think it's like programmed is uh-huh. throughout the years and generations that
0: uh-huh.
1: light skin. I I've heard people say, Oh, you can that, que es para mejorar la raza. I don't know if you heard I heard that, that term. And it's like,
0: damn, damn, it sounds so
2: horrible.
1: That's horrible, man. you know? Um one of my nieces she's dark skinned and when other kids attack her ah you you darker then they say things like como que I I'll be like the first one to defend her like to not be calling her that she, yeah. You i be telling her you're beautiful don't let nobody tell you nothing yeah. because you know I for instance um uh I was a little girl that crushed me yeah. um and I started starting to like um Wear makeup, and and a family member mm. uh, gave me a a foundation mm. as a gift. But the foundation color is like,
0: like color the the Casper like, but that's what no, me no, marido, no, Super, oh, super dark,
1: super, 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 super. Like not even my skin tone. It's really? like first, yeah. Dang. So it's like how oh, like your color, and like, and I was like, really, Dang. like. Like, it's not my, that's not my color. Like, you know, but it's like to make me feel bad. Yeah. And, and I had, there's several incidences like that, that based on the, the color of my skin has been an issue. So I want to tell people through music, it's a celebration that dark skin is. Yeah,
0: it is because like, I give this example the other day when I was talking about tequila mm-hmm. because they're one of the freaking Kardashian, Jenner, whatever it was. She went, she's got a tequila. They got the label and everything wrong. But they did a photo shoot with her on the, where the agaves are at. And her her skin tone was darker. So, I mean, like, we're already that cool. that They want to match our color scheme and look our way. We're so cool already. that They want to. Even though they might say something different, they really envy the fact that they can't be this way, this color.
1: Yeah, but... Oh, they're trying to be Mexican.
2: <laughs> you <know>? That again. <laughs>
0: but they really want to mimic certain things that we do, and not to mention our culture, 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 not them. Mm-hmm. They don't have culture. Yeah. We have culture. You have culture. We from I have culture, I have traditions right. that we do that. They can't even start to begin to think what it what that means because they don't know. Right. But we got that. And then later on they tap on to what we got going on and take it to the mainstream. But it's we the ones that originated the stuff. You know, we're the ones that create things then trends that they start picking up.
1: So. I just wish more people will see that, though. Like,
0: like, that's what we're going to keep just, telling them.
1: You know, they will see that. And,
0: and that's and, what you're going to keep telling the music, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: When you're performing in front of thousands of people <laughs> and uh, you tell them, uh, yeah, look at me. I mean, we need to continue to, you know, keep advancing and keep... Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyways, we will move it on. So the... Uh, you have something now with Shelly Lattis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had previewed today a song that, uh, I don't know if it was today, but I just saw it today. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the name of the song? Donde Estara. Donde Estara. Uh-huh. And she produced the song. She produced. She produced the she song. She produced,
1: yeah, all the arreglos musicales.
0: Yeah. How did, I, how did that arrangement come to be? How did y'all get together?
1: Well, thanks for my manager, Nikki Nicole. She's amazing. Because, you know, like I said, I'm I'm very shy. Yeah, you know, I, I don't you. be reaching out to people. You know, but, you know, I'm emerging at the Tejano scene now because I just want to separate myself uh, and and I want to do something different. You know, Uh, I'm all about being, I don't know, like trying different things. So I want to mix the hermano con lo Tejano, but create a certain sound. So I felt like it was the right move to do in emerging Tejano and, um, and get to the next level where I need to be. So. Um, Nikki and I we had talked about it and last year I, I opened up for for Shelly in the Soto Latin Festival nice Um, so she wanted me to meet up with her and for some reason like I wasn't able to have access to her then so I was like okay it didn't happen but she was like nah nah but she became my manager that's the first thing she said I'm gonna reach out to her cause you know she has connections it felt yeah. um, she did and she was able to set up the, the phone call between all of us, and, man, it's amazing.
0: So you went in to record in San Antonio? Actually,
1: uh, close to Austin. Close to uh, there. Austin? Yeah.
0: And that's where you recorded the track. And it's already ready to go, yeah? I started just previewing it. Yeah. Yeah? It's already been done. What can we expect to hear as far as the sound? Exactly what you said? The... I
1: mean, you want to hear it but by the time. When is this?
0: Uh... It's going to be in a uh, couple weeks, about three weeks
1: it would probably be out. You want to hear it? Yeah.
0: I mean, if you want to put a little bit of it, we can.
1: I mean, it'll be out by then.
0: Okay. So, so if you want to play something, I want to hear it. Oh, uh, yeah. So we, she's going to get her phone so we can play a, a, a piece of uh, the new song that's uh, produced by Shelly Lattis. Mm-hmm. Because she retired from music recently, that uh, the Hanosin scene performing. So now she's uh. Thank you. Now she's uh diving more into the production, which I didn't know that she was doing. That's
1: yeah, she's cool. taking uh women, artists, women, like female artists uh-huh. and others, right, under her wings. Like she's gotta be more on the producing side, more of like a label and stuff. So gotcha. I was very grateful that um she was willing to work with me, you know.
0: That's pretty cool. So. That's pretty cool that you get to work with. She's uh I, that was uh Selena's best friend, you know that? I just found out. And I, didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I knew that. If you go watch my I, Selena episode and my Richie Valence episode, you'll know all about it.
1: I mean, uh, I heard her music and stuff, but I just never really...
0: That was a homegirl homegirl. Yeah. They were talking about all the little boy stuff and all the yeah. stuff going up. Like, that's the girl that she would go to to talk about girly stuff, not music stuff. Oh, wow. And talk about personal things. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, cool. so... So we're if it comes out, we're gonna go ahead and clip it in there so that way we can hear. But okay. for right now, we're gonna hear a piece of it. Okay. We have a we get exclusives here sometimes. <laughs> and by the way, shout out to Chrissy. Look Le- behind her phone. She got a sticker. She's supporting. And this is the song right here.
2: La corriente. En busca de una llama que algo no existió En busca de ese fuego que ya se apagó En busca de un poco de amor Y de su amor That song? Yeah.
0: You compose this song? <laughs> nice. And you went into real deep thought when you were listening to it. You were really getting into it.
1: Well, what happened when when during the conversation between uh-huh. Shelly Lattice and I and one of the things she mentioned, she's like, So, your genre, like what what type of genre are you? Why yeah. are you talking to me pretty much, you know? So, um, so I kinda explained to her like but where I was going the, the direction, and I feel like my music, it could be like Bebe, for example, Una Oportunidad. It might be a little bit more of a pop, mainstream, urbano, yeah. but it still can somehow fit in, in the Tejano. Yeah. You know, DJ Ken is in the, uh, in the Tejano world. So I'm like, but hey, le propuse esta idea. I have a song here. It's acoustic. I want, I want, would you like to listen to it? So she does, yeah. What's so was acoustic. I love it. Like it, like it was just guitars.
0: Okay, okay, like, okay. I got you. I got
1: you. So, I already had recorded this song, but with the guitars. So when she heard it, she's like, "Christy, I love it. I would love to do the musical arrangement." So that's how. That's dope. That's how it, it all started. And
0: with. when did you write that song? When did you <laughs> have was it?
1: I want to say last year. Last year? Yeah, last year.
0: Has it come easy to you to be in the studio and record and write songs? Did you sometimes,
1: say? sometimes no, because I'm always up and down, so sometimes I have, like, writer's block.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But usually when I get a song that I'm very inspired, for example, like Cuidadito, I've heard it, and within 30 minutes, I was able to write the whole song. And it's a short one, because it's, like, two minutes and two and a half minutes, so...
0: That's what it works uh, nowadays. <laughs> two and a half minutes. Unless it's, like, sure. a super crazy, nice uh, country song with a a hook and a bridge, then maybe, but ahorita, Urbano's fast.
1: So it it really depends. And sometimes, uh, like lately right now, I haven't been able to write music because I'm promoting, I'm trying to do all this stuff. But every once in a while, when it's calm, especially at nighttime, that's the perfect time to to write for me. Or in traffic, manejando. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I get a voice note. I have a voice note because I told you I was dabbing on doing something so I, I record whatever comes into my mind I record it uh-huh. so later on I can tap back on it. Yeah. Like, oh, no, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. See, I don't know if you ever tried it but the re- recorder... I use
1: recorders, yeah. That works. And then I have these app tools called Spire. Uh-huh. So it's pretty cool like you can write down you can sing it right and record it and then you write it you, you write the lyrics too and then we want to record it to like uh like Like if i have an idea you know for an artist i'll be like recording it with my headphones and then they can listen to it and i can do like a little bit uh-huh. of mixing but it's like it's cheap mixing it's just so i can get an
0: idea what is the is, is the um like template like the idea the structure the you know that's where yeah. it starts anyways mm-hmm. you know and and you know, after that you can build whatever. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. You did that. Done. Shelly Lares. And and I can't believe you didn't know that that was her best friend because I I did an episode and I was listening to all her interviews too and I'm mm-hmm. like oh damn that were really close, yeah. super close.
1: No, I mean I seen uh, pictures, but I I didn't know they were like homies and yeah, that. Was,
0: like, homies, homies. That was like the only homie I think that she had actually. It wasn't there. Was in the Little girl. You can cl- clarify with her and let me know if I was correct. Okay. But I'm almost 100 percent sure that that was like the only homie, homie that she had. I don't have to call her in. Right hit, hit, hit her <laughs> up. <laughs> okay. So you had uh, you scratched off uh, DJ King of the Kumbia Kings already. Mm-hmm. You have them done. How close, or are you still doing? Maybe going the direction of Bad Bunny and Sean Paul. I know. A couple of things got delayed now, but are you still wanting to do those or, or maybe you're switching it in, and going that, that Tejano direction now?
1: Well, I'm in the Tejano re- direction right now. Um Shampa is always there because somebody I grew up listening to in, yeah. in Bad Bunny. Well, yeah, se, puede, se Vale Soñar. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe if that comes about, I would like to still do those. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just like, me el, el yeah.
0: el the song sounds great. I think it's going to do great. I think um, the the Tejano scene is making a comeback where there's a few younger artists that are putting in work and they're putting in more songs there. Yeah, You know, so people are starting to. And you are going to be performing here soon?
1: In San Antonio for Fanfare. Fanfare. Yeah. The, uh, March 17th to the 19th. Gotcha. We still haven't got the confirmation on which date because you know I'm a, I'm not a band yet but um, so if we get word Um, I'll be sharing with everybody
0: that's badass I'm freaking happy for you gonna be over there you. so you the songs you have done so far that you have released you have released uh, Llevame Contigo which is the first one right mm-hmm. Uh Todo Por Ti mm-hmm. Bebe which is one of my mm-hmm. favorites I, I really like mm-hmm. Bebe a lot I really like Bebe I was jamming it a few mm-hmm. days ago and you know, just preparing. Uh opportunity, that, which is almost at a half million, with DJ K and OC the Youngin'. Yeah. La Cama, which you know, flexes your vocals. Roll with it, which was that one Roll With It what was huh. Roll It. What was that one with? Uh, who was the artist? Uh Kusu. Uh, uh, uh yes, it's on the song. Where are they from?
1: He's from Ghana. Ghana. Yeah. So he's, uh um it's an Afrobeat.
0: Afrobeat. So and shout out to Vudukusu. Awesome. And then investments, uh, Rick Bars e Tweed Ghetto. Twe Ghetto. Yeah. Yes, so where are they from?
1: Uh Rick Bars, New York. Uh, uh-huh. he's Dominican. Uh-huh. uh and Twe Ghetto's Jamaican, but he lives in the Netherlands. So Okay. And, the, then- and that song we hit, we hit almost ten millions oh, geez, on, on on
0: that track. Yeah. Dang, that's what's up. And you got yours? Your piece, where well, you already have your yeah. stuff together? Uh,
1: but, yeah, I, I mean, Hell yeah. But it's just the fact that we didn't have a video, is like, we can imagine. Imagine. That, yeah, it would have been amazing exposure. Yeah. But we're still working on, on, on getting sponsors um, so we can do the video.
0: That's pretty cool. Setsu? Setsu. Setso. Gonesco. Esco. Yeah. And how? who's that one from? Where From Jamaica. Man, Jesus, you're all over the freaking map. <laughs> uh, vuelve, uh, vuelve y Cuidadito. Vuelve Cuidadito. Yeah, which is, uh, so Cuidadito is like a fusion with mariachi, and that's the last yeah. video that you got out. Yeah. How's the reaction so far with it? Very beautiful, very sexy. Yeah. Really nice.
1: People are loving it. Yeah. You know, nice. But, um, um, yes, it's it's a special track, because uh, to me, it's like, the whole process of um making it happen into like two years
0: to do that song to do the video to do the video and that was because
1: i whenever i write there's a lot of songs that i i I've already been written and, yeah. and i just have on there's like catalog so whenever i decide to drop i just can choose but when i wrote that i had the you know, then I was thinking, I want horses, I want this, I want certain things. I want to have a big production. Um, so I guess it happened at the right time, and I was able to to put those things together so mm-hmm. we can make it happen. And well, that's why.
0: So at the time, the song you got Cuidadito because it's an older song. Not too much older, but it is, you had gotten a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Then, afterward, you started seeing things start lining up. People started presenting, and now you're able to do the video, which mm-hmm. just looks freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Thank you. Very nice. Shout out to the actor. For sure, a lot of, yeah, what you shout to say, Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, shout out to Anela oh, Naya. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because hey, her beautiful yeah. work. She was, she's been wanting me for the longest time for, to work with me in, in, a, in a project like this, in a music video. She was like, come on. I got you. I got you. I'm like, okay. So, I was thinking, like, where? So, I told her about the Quilladito song and we just sat down, talked about it and we made it happen.
0: Yeah. I was just talking to her. They you. and then I love you. Alpha. the Las Catrinas. All right. So you, there was mentions uh, on your website. I know some things need to be updated. There was maybe a uh, EP album, but I think everything has changed now with the, with the um, Tejano coming out. Mm -hmm. I dropped
1: a little EP not too long ago, like two weeks ago. I dropped uh, my EP. Qualera? Uh says,
0: And what does that mean?
1: 2020
0: Oh I thought I thought it was, I thought they were Roman Numerous yeah. I was like It has to be that Yeah And then How many tracks Is on that one? It's just five Five, five tracks mm-hmm. And then there's just new Things that you had In the catalog already mm-hmm.
1: Yeah uh, And I did the I dropped the Bebe remix In there So I just put that Por cuidadito there Because I felt like he had to be there uh-huh. And then I have esta noche Tu y yo Y Piel Morena and who's in the remix? Uh, I can't pronounce his name. Really? Where's Ras- he from Jamaica. Well, Jamaica. he's Jamaican, but he thinks he's Dominican. Yeah. Rastafaya, Raff, no, Rastafaya Siano, sí.
0: Okay, well, he he's in the remix. That's pretty cool, though. What we'll made you? Uh, did he reach out to you? Or did he reach out to him as far as the remix that you? Want?
1: Well, actually, Cortez, the producer. Uh huh. He's like, hey, how this homeboy look? He um. Cause he had heard me Cause everybody's like, "That's a hit. That's a hit. It's let's, a hit. let's go with it." And so it's like, "Okay." So, I guess he showed it to somebody, and and somebody was like, "Hey, I want to be on the track." So, they didn't ask me permission. They just like, "Hey, listen to this." They recorded that he opened up a space. Yeah, and he went in, and he gave it to me. Yeah. So if you want to drop it, I was just like,
2: <laughs>
1: "Okay." But then I was like, "Okay, kind of, I like it." You know, you like so, it. Yeah, like it. So oh, nice. Um. But I was a little bit then intimidated because of the words. Because he said something, So I was like, uh... Oh. I mean, <laughs> it's just suggestive, you know, have to do it. But, like, two years ago, I was more like my shell. Now it's like, I don't know if I want to talk about sex. So yeah. with Guidadito, it was yeah. just like a, a step to be more a little bit more sexual, sensual.
0: Oh, that video know. is extra spicy. So
1: extra I wanted spicy. to do some spice, yeah. so I was like, okay... I have a lot of spicy songs. It's just yeah. that I'm trying to get out there.
0: You know, <laughs> Despacito, was like, people say it was like a dirty, very dirty song, but I think it was all in the imagination of the. Cause oh, the words don't really say much except for certain things. Despacito, like, con,
1: the. Yeah. I never actually pay attention to lyrics.
0: it. Pay attention to it one day and listen to what he's saying. You'll be like, oh. Uh, it's like, a I like Kind of like homie with the flower. Like <laughs>
2: I'm
0: like, what? I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's a it's one of those but it's most of it makes you think of like what he's saying and seeing it in a different So you'd be like
1: what you want? well i was said about my dad he's like what the hell he's gonna think like come look at
0: oh yeah thing. of course and then you're the oldest <laughs> and you have a bunch of uh, soberinos looking mm-hmm. at you so. and you know brothers and sisters so mm-hmm. yeah i feel you on that too but
1: i mean but i mean parents you need to like control your kids to,
0: no but, it's true it's up to the parents to educate them it's not it you got parental advisory on the songs or whatever, yeah. who it's for, you know, it's not, you know, it's up to there. Yeah. Not you to educate the kids, it's to them, you know, yours is to do your art part, you know, yeah. what makes you feel comfortable. And, I mean, if it wasn't for sex, we wouldn't be here to reproduce people. <laughs> we wouldn't be here. Eight billion strong. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's part of life. Fact. You know, so that's so all it is. Okay, so you had uh done, so you're all over the place. Dance hall, freaking. uh. Vega Afrobeats, R&B, Yaora Tejano. Man, that's freaking versatile, as I Thank mentioned in the beginning. It's freaking crazy.
1: And I have another song too, but it's like more, su- well, it's like a tryout, like a try, um, because trial. It's, it's like a rap. Got you, got you. But no, no, that rap is not my thing. They just put it on a soundtrack for a movie, but like, that's not really my thing.
0: You never know. I do, uh, I do like your idea of what you were saying because some of the things that I'm doing, uh, I, I want to do the fusion, or at least the this, this sprinkling of Latino, of, of Mexican music right. in the track. Like you can, you hear, even if it's a rap or something like that, but you hear a sprinkle of like regional or something that's Mexican, Mexican. you Right. Like, what the hell? Like
1: With a good little I'll
0: switch. Oh, like a Mexican was here.
2: <laughs> yeah, <not laughs> that
0: type that. of stuff. So I like that you'd like to fuse those new sounds to create something new, because I think that's pretty dope. And then... Some of the regionales are doing it like mixing English and Spanish too. Como en Gia Norteña, they're doing the crossover in English. So, you know, and it's sounding good. Sounding very, people are loving it. People are used to, familiar with Neon Moon. Pero ahora es como Norteño style. And you'd be like, that sounds kind of nice. Yes, yes. But I kind of see when I heard you. Not that same sound, but a fusion of like that. There would be like something that you can identify as being your type of sound.
1: Yeah, it is like I said, right now I'm, I'm still in the exploring, that's gotcha. like uh, the Christy Luxe sound of perfection. But I'm the type of person I get bored, so it's like I need to chill. Different. I don't know, maybe in the future we doing Do a rock song. Why not? Why not? I don't know. ¿Te
0: gusta maná? You See, that's like the thing about us, Mexicanos, Latinos, we like we gotta. Yes. Everything to choose from. We like everything: regional, bachata, cumbias, uh, norteñas, banda, tamborazo. We got it all. Like salsa, merengue, like hip hop, everything. The todo, okay. freestyle, all that. And we, we pretty much just everybody that I know enjoys a little bit of a country. You know, a veces a classical music. I don't even know why, but hey,
1: I classical music like, is bad. Freaking
0: love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll be like relaxing, chill. Yeah. Okay, so you had done a movie, you were acted on Texas Q City that was supposed to be released in
1: 2022? Did it ever what, come it, to fruition? It's already released, it uh, but they released it on a platform, so I don't know, there was some issues. with it. Okay, know. so it's out. It's, it is out. And you play uh, this, una... Una, car- una cartel boss, Priscilla Espinosa, yeah. Se
0: llama? Uh, she's the leader of a cartel. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's pretty cool. How do you feel doing the acting? Did it come naturally? That it, it was a challenging? Was it a cool I mean, experience?
1: I enjoy all of that, anyways. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoy acting. It's, it's fun to me. Um, I have experience from the past, from, you know, growing up because I was in theater too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I enjoy it's something. I enjoy. So
0: those too. things prepare you. You think those classes to nowadays, whenever the opportunities come to do mm-hmm. that, it helps you out. Yeah. Yeah, I liked your, uh, the other videos, the Vid Chronicles. The Break Chronicles, I, watched all yes. years. I <laughs> might not watch the homies all of them, but I watched all yours. <laughs> and I was like, it was como like, um. Like the Armour. Yeah, pero como Rosa de Guadalupe vibe. And Kind of like that.
1: Cuando me ponen a me, okay, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. I get beat up and. All this stuff, but also,
0: but yeah. it gave me that type of feeling that lo hacen y luego al final. There's a, at the end, there's a a, a reason or a, a message or a moral message. story of you know, don't do that, don't don't do, don't be uh, sleeping with the teacher,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> kind of stuff. I watched all of them. I really did. Are you gonna still gonna be doing some with them or yeah? I, I mean,
1: uh, right now I'm trying to focus. I mean, I, I don't want to spread my, 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 my spread shirt. too thin. Spread
0: too thin. Too thin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. um Cause I have a lot of stuff going on, so right now my main focus is uh, music and and working and getting a band.
0: So you're gonna get a band, so you can perform with the band too. Uh, that's the goal. Yeah. Have you started looking for people?
1: Yeah, I mean we're we're getting to know people, you yeah. know. And I'm actually in that song with Lares. I don't know if you're familiar with the Homeboys. Yeah. Uh, el acordeón, el baterista de ahí, but he actually plays a accordion too. He was he's in my track too, so he was and able was to we able to link up.
0: Okay, so now you just need to get that piece so you can start performing with that.
1: Well, I mean, if, you know, anybody that have a band or, you know, musicians. Okay, one more
0: time. Do one more to the camera.
1: So if there's any musicians... Um, in the you know,
0: Dallas Forward the area,
1: Dallas Forward area that is, like, willing to to be in my band.
0: What are you looking for specifically?
1: I mean, what's in a band? Uh, guitars, accordion, batterista, maybe some keyboards.
0: Drums and keyboards? Yeah. Okay, so there you go. If you're a musician that likes to dive into the Latino music and you're looking for an opportunity. Let's make it happen. Crispy Luck might be able to, um, Lux might be able to make it happen for you. What would you say to somebody that's starting to do music? Like that kind of took the chance kind of playing, but I think there was still, like you said, even when you were smaller, there was still that, that wanted to do it, but maybe life happened. But then at that time, whenever you saw the opportunity, even if it was jokingly, you still said those words, right? You could have just stayed quiet. And I said nothing, but you said it, and that opened up opportunities. For somebody that kind of sort of see maybe a dormant dream of music, what would you advise them as far as the music?
1: I mean, dreams are possible through effort, through work, you know. Um, if it's something you truly want to do, go ahead and do it. Invest in yourself, invest in the career, you know, put some money aside because uh, if you don't have a label to other resources, you know, it can get expensive, but I feel that it's worth it. You know, gotcha. it's worth okay. it. And eventually, you know, you don't know who might you meet, who might you meet, you know, yeah. and one thing will lead to another.
0: And shake hands more and talk more to people.
1: Smile,
0: <laughs> smile. That's true. That's the second time I hear more smiling. But when you say invest in yourself, can you elaborate more on that particularly? Because I think a lot of people just. Um, get that and like what does that mean what are you trying to say
1: well there's there's nothing wrong and you know, i'm not gonna knock your hustle but a lot of people they just want to they don't want to get professional quality they just want to do it themselves oh it's good enough i recorded myself you know you might record yourself but you're not a sound engineer and there's a lot of people in the deal in, in artists that they want to do it all. They want to record themselves. They want to mix it myself. And it's okay, you know, but the quality is not going to be all there. It's not going to be quality that is it's going to get played at the radio stations. There's certain sounds, right? Yeah. So invest a little bit more, if you know, quality.
0: Quality of your music. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I think even if you don't have the money to, like, at least like get creative with the marketing part. where right. putting yourself out there, going to free events, putting your Facebook, Sources. Writing, yeah. printing something that you'll be able to give them to direct it to. But it's important to have quality music because when somebody hears, and let's say I'm a first time listening to your music and it sounds bad. Like it's not because the song might not be good it's because the sound coming through, it's not good. Yeah. And I'm not going to find it pleasant to listen to it. Especially somebody that has been around music. is like, Ugh. yeah.
1: And I, and I feel like too, there's, there's um, a lot of people, I don't know, like the artists, they want to do certain sound and it's okay to just, it's like low frequency music, too much trap or too much. I don't know. I feel like you need to put music that is more commercial to, to help you get different audiences Not just one time, you know, what type of audience. I feel like you need to get as many audiences as you can. So, to be more thoughtful in what you are putting out there yeah inspired as as music
0: yeah because you're I mean you're all over the place all over the freaking place Africa <laughs> you know the uh the Caribbeans um interviewing incredible women all over worldwide okay we're running out of time but we'll quickly have a couple more questions uh all your social media and uh projects that you have coming up and the events you have
2: going
1: on right now I will well, I invite everybody tuning in uh, to follow me, Christy Lux Music, and Instagram, Christy Lux Music on my social platforms, um, digital music, musical, music digital platform. Sorry, um, yeah, I can go and catch me in San Antonio for Fanfare on March 17 to the 19. I'm gonna be staying there for probably a week. I'm gonna be doing a media tour down there, so um. That's pretty much what I'm working on right now. shout
0: out to the new manager, too.
1: Nikki Nicole, Nikki Rocket Nicole. Radio, Folk the Wednesdays. To,
0: hit it up out. for some work, too. Yeah. yeah. So shout-outs. You need shout-outs you have.
1: Oh, I want to oh, shout-out okay. to uh, Goat. Eddie Mansell and uh, Cesar Almazan from the radio from the Goat brand for sponsoring me, you know, for this amazing year. Thank you so much. Nice. And C-C, uh all the people involved in the team, um,
0: as your earrings on? Are they lighting up? It looked like they were light up. This is the light? It looked like they were.
1: <laughs> Everybody involved to uh, that's helping me in my career. Thank you.
0: Okay, one more uh, question. A couple more questions. Uh, important lesson that you learn in the music business that you would tell your younger self or not like a few years younger self that will help somebody else. What would that be?
1: A- an important lesson.
0: Yeah, that you learn throughout your young music career that it was very important that you would tell oh, somebody don't, else.
1: Don't believe everybody. Don't ever, don't fall for the first people that are trying to sell you a dream. You know, like actually study everything because some people, they just, they'll steal money from you. They'll tell you, oh, I'm going to do this. She did
0: her research. She knows the, what zodiac sign I am. So <laughs> she finds out, finds out about you now. <laughs> she knows who you are. So <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's important because... Man, it's so sad that there's people out here trying to take advantage of people. Of oh, awareness. Explore, ex- uh, explore your dream, especially when you're hungry and you dream and you have all these things that you want to do. And all of a sudden, these people take advantage of it because they see it. They see the ojos bien brillosos,
1: like,
0: bien and then, like, they take advantage of it. That's not
1: cool. Yeah, it's not cool. So, so, so yeah, just um, not everything that it shines is gold. Cool, so.
0: That is true. Fool's gold, too. Okay, so I say this one. I got two more questions. Yeah. Well, one more question. I I'll usually wake up in the morning times, kind of like you do, take the sun in. I usually say a, um, a mantra or a saying that I picked up from this guy. I'm not immortal. I am mortal and I will die one day. And that's not like that I'm ready to go. It scares me, right? But it makes me realize that we're not here for a long time. We're not here for ever. So we need to go ahead and it makes me hurry up and do stuff now. Oh, you know? know that. So with that, after you have a long prosperous beautiful life what would you want people to think about your life at the end
1: well I'm trying to do this music so I can, so I can have this platform so I can do good in this world and one of the things that I want to be able to help is um, do some kind of centers for rehab centers for people that have they're battling drug addictions and stuff like that and centers to really help Latinos or or gente back for resources for it so they can I don't know like learn about the social like the income tax about mm-hmm. the credit score stuff like that because I feel like in in school sometimes they don't teach you all that yeah and you know how so you can get started but I think one of the main problems that we have in, in communities is uh, it's a drug problem so yeah. you know rehab centers they, they cost a lot of money to get help to people so it's something that I would like to to do
0: that's awesome and then with that work that's what you want to be known or people to think about your life
1: no just so you know homie i no partner.
0: Yeah, I think what you say is important because a lot of the time we want to sugarcoat like everything's perfect within our society our Latino community and everything like that and we don't want to talk about that uncle unfortunately he just can't get out of issue a drug problem or things like that and instead of like giving them help and enlightening them, get them some, not giving up on them. And we would not look the other way. Like, they don't exist, mm-hmm. you know? And especially within our community, instead of, like, look at me, I'm so perfect, and this and that, but yeah. you're forgetting about the other homies are still part of your life. Like, this is not part of who we are still, you know? Right. I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm saying we can't leave them stranded behind. And a lot of us in the community, the Latino community, too, we don't have those help of... of Those centers to take them to get help, those rehab places that they can get the help they need so they can just become part of the family still because we just want to like.
1: Families get destroyed too, you know, like it's a lot of people that it's not only the person that they're hurting themselves, but it's actually like the whole family and it's a lot.
0: Yeah, but people want to look away like it doesn't exist, like everything's perfect for you. I mean, it might be cool that your family, everything is perfect for you, but realize not everybody's like this sometimes, that they're not less human than you just because you got it together and your family was able to manage through all those traumas and get better. But, you know, it doesn't mean everybody else has to figure it out yet, you know? Right. So we can't just forget about them, you know? So I like that. That's pretty cool. So uh, we're going to wrap it up, but it's amazing. Like, again, like, again, I know that you had said that it fell in your lap, but I think the little fire was still there that you wanted to do more. And then it's great that you were able to say those words to him to, to open up the opportunities to the music for you. And now, man, all over, Africa, the Caribbeans, again, Mexico, yeah. everywhere. And now, what,
1: what Was it a coincidence? I don't think so.
0: I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You have to put it out there. You have to bring it to existence. But uh, this is called the Global Latin Factor, too, if thank you are you. doing So you are definitely a Global Latin Factor because you're definitely impacting people all over the place. You're connecting with people. You have tracks with people. So, Christy Lux, you are a Global Latin Factor. Yeah. Thank well, you for
1: Thank me. you so much. Thank you so much, uh Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for taking us artists and the people that need to be heard and creating a platform for all of us. Thank you for having me here again, and uh, it's a pleasure. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank-
0: so whenever you're touring with your big band with a thousand people, remember, come back over here one time. For sure. <laughs> right. This was another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast. Remember, we are just like you. We are human. We are the spice in this melting pot. It is the world. Until next time, Bye. Thank you. Thank you very much for checking out another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast. Subscribe to the channel. You are very important. It means a lot to us whenever you subscribe and hit the bell so you can know when we release new episodes. Again, it makes a big difference to us and we appreciate it. Thank you very much.
2: like a pedo but in
0: fact it's a flamingo. Coming to Havana and reach from Puerto Rico. On a pirate ship, he don't
2: know where do we go. The birds are...